Thank you for listening to Lone Star Community Radio. This program was broadcasted and recorded live from the LSCR studios in downtown Conroe, Texas. Lone Star Community Radio is supported by listeners like you. Donate and sponsor today. For more information on getting involved with Lone Star Community Radio, contact us at lscrstudios at gmail.com or visit us online at www.irlonestar.com. It's radio's version of Crumbs at the Bottom of the Chip Bag, the AOO Show on Conroe's 106.1 and 104.5 FM, streaming on IRLoneStar.com and available wherever you get your podcast from. I am Andrew, next to the man who doesn't want his fingerprints taken. It's Virginia Tonsil Stuff Schisler. What's wrong with not wanting my... Uh fingerprints keeping taken. the identity safe i suppose well I mean, it's flying not, under the radar well it sounds idiotic to say it i think it's one of those scenarios where i was like why do you need it like i understand certain like if i get arrested totally get it says someone who's up to something mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but i mean you know what i'm talking about it's kind of like that day right. old when you're growing up saying like your dad's always like oh, don't give everyone your social security number right but then you're, you encounter certain circumstances like, why do you need my social security number for this? That's odd. Right. No, I get it. I get it. Uh, you're just, again, a little suspicious of the man. No, if anybody asking for that, it'd have to be <laughs> just the man. You wouldn't give me your prints? You don't know no. what I'll do with them. No. Like, if I went to, like, if I went to Six Flags and got a season pass, uh-huh. and like, theory. hey, we need, we need your fingerprints, I'd be like, well, I'm not getting a season pass then, because that sounds uh-huh. ridiculous. Okay, what would you give your fingerprints for then? Well, I mean, I had to give him for a driver's license, so okay. clearly so driver's I, license, I was okay, okay with it. I just yeah. thought it was really odd. Like, why would you need my fingerprints? So anything outside of that scenario, though, you ain't doing? Well, I think it's a level of, well, it's, it's, it's a two-way street. They need to explain why they need it, and then I need to understand the level of that need. So, for example, if they say, oh, we, it's so for us to identify your body. You know, or whatever. Okay, yes. I'm like, well, then why don't you just get my dental records and my blood records? Because like, I'm getting sent to the body farm anyways. I don't care. Well, no. I mean, like, like, oh, if I burn in my car, you're not going to get my fingerprints. Like, Well, this is true. So this I, true. I, I still don't know why they need. Like, you could, she couldn't give me a good answer, and I didn't like that. Like, it's I, to have you on record, man. That's what it is. That's what it is. Speaking of security, um, that reminds me. I found an old gift card the other day, and I wanted to verify the balance on it. So yeah. I went to, like, vanillagift.com or whatever, put in the, the uh, number on the card and everything like that. And at the end... Uh, it's wanted to verify that I wasn't a robot. You ever had these things where it's yeah, like select the all the yeah. yeah select all the squares that have uh, traffic lights in them, and I hate the ones where it's just like just this tiny little fraction of a light in the corner of a square, and you're like, does that count? I don't know. But this one was odd because it said select the species with the heaviest weight. Oh, I bet you'd love that because you do stupid, <laughs> stupid questions. <laughs> I almost I said like, it. Stupid questions like that all the time. And I'm like, wait, what? The species with the heaviest weight. And they, there were pictures of like penguins and polar bears. So it was obvious that one was going to weigh more than the other. Yeah. Um, but that was really odd. So I selected all the polar bears and it didn't work. I, I couldn't get through. It kept saying there was an, an error. So I still don't know. I could have millions of dollars on this gift card or I could have zero. Well, I'm oh, sorry. Well. That's a crazy. Security. Sounds but they like didn't take my prints. Sounds like your New Year's was really exciting. Rock and roll. This is our second show uh, in 2024. You know, I think the last episode was a perfectly good example of why we tend to not record shows out of order. Uh, <laughs> yeah, while it true. was while it was a great show, we did reference uh, quite a few things that either didn't happen or I talked about things I had already talked about. So last week's show, kind of an odd one. Great show, but. Um, we're going to try and keep things a little bit more linear this year. <laughs> yeah, shoot. <laughs> oh, well. Well, because we, if, we, it, we if the audience anyway. didn't know, this is actually the true after New Year's show because I was out of town for New Year's. Yeah. And we decided to go ahead and pre record the third, the show for the third. Right. And, and then we had to go back and insert a. a, a show for the end of December, and um, that shows so, money Somebody as well, screwed up the we, audio. I, hey, look, look, I, I, I'm not pointing fingers. Somebody screwed up the audio. <laughs> um, but yeah, now it is 2024. <clears throat> yeah, man. Uh, I got, we got the po- uh, the calendar up. Are you talking about the yeah, gift the first, I gave you? Yeah, the first poop dog calendar Aww. picture is up. What you need to do is name each dog, right, based on what you no, think. No, I'll name each 
crap. Okay, whatever. <laughs> Based on what it looks like, you'll have a, every month the dog or the crap will have a name, and you'll need to give me the name every month. Okay, a nice gig like throughout it. the year. I like it. Uh, but yeah, it is. It's it's kind of exciting. It's January. Uh, I had a I have went to Six Flags in San Antonio, and I haven't been to a amusement park mm-hmm. in I don't know ten twenty years. Uh, nothing's really changed. Right, ever since the incident. Continue. Yeah, the incident. Yeah, mm-hmm. the crap incident. No, uh, <laughs> but nothing. Wait, well, I thought this was one where you removed your pants. You're talking about the crap. Okay, never mind. I get, I get all your. Well, I lost my pants confused. that one time. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. that's what I my didn't bad. get in that much trouble. Okay, got it. Uh, but no, I surprisingly didn't get naked this whole weekend. Congrats, man. So that's that's Dude, good. You good are on growing me. up right before my uh, eyes. But I will say that Six Flags hasn't changed at all. Isn't that funny? It's really strange. Yet it's to still me. amazing. Well, I mean, the roller coasters are awesome. I love roller coasters. Yeah. Even, yep. You know what's ironic, though? And I, just, I don't know if this is an old age thing. The only roller coaster I legit got nervous on mm-hmm. was the one where there's your, it's two little people, like swings, mm-hmm. and it goes really high up, and it just goes really slow. Hmm. But, like, for some reason. Do your feet dangle? Yeah, your feet dangle, yeah. and you're in this cheap little seat. Right. And I'm thinking, like, we're going too slow. I need to go real fast so I don't see anything. And because I could see everything, and I was like, "We're going. I'm way up here, and this is too high." And yep. that's like, I actually had that first that sense of fear of like, "I'm too high. This is bad." Yes, this might be but, the first bit of old age. But like starting every to creep other in. ride we went on, like the Supermans <clears throat> yeah. and all that, I was like, "Let's do it." Like yeah, when you're young, you just don't even think about like those that things. stuff's fun to me. Like going, dropping straight down, going 100 miles an right, hour, or whatever. Right. Death I'm, could be around every corner. I'm that's totally so cool entertaining. So entertaining. But going, <laughs> being going around a little circle on the little swing, <laughs> going like four miles an hour, and it's just like this little chain. <laughs> and you're like, this isn't going to work. I hope they put some WD-40 on that thing before but, the uh, ride. You need to put some in your pocket. That's so just funny Just in case, because WD-40 fixes everything. But uh, yeah, so that was that was interesting. And they're, all the rides were fun. And uh, one thing I do like now with technology, you can have the fast pass. Mm-hmm. And you can have an app that tells you the wait times. And I don't know how they know the wait times. I wonder if it's just like a camera or something. I was kind of curious. I was watching like every ride we went on, because... How accurate the wait times were, mm-hmm. because some rides were like an hour, but then yeah. some rides were like seven minutes. So, uh, did you relieve yourself in the line, or were no? You able to I, hold? I refused to be in a line for more than twenty minutes. I oh, told my buddy that's pretty cool. So it tells you beforehand, yeah, like you how long. long yeah, that's pretty neat. But I didn't know if it was accurate or not because it's like, how like do you... all right, this is a doo doo line over here for sure. Uh, this one's twenty minutes. Yeah. I think I can I can hold it. But I'm Got not. It. I can, I'm not going to wait in line for an hour to ride a ride for three minutes. Like nope. I'd rather ride that one ride six times. Correct. And then because yeah. even if it's kind of mid, right? As the kids say, six mid rides. It's got to equal one good ride. You would think. At least you're doing something. Well, yeah. Well, I think what's interesting, too, is their newer rides they had there weren't even, I wouldn't even consider roller coasters. Mm-hmm. I would consider them like high-end carnival rides. Ah, uh, nice. They had wheels on them? Well, no, like they just swung. <laughs> or, or do you mean, oh, okay. Or they just pushed. Or do you mean based off the guy who was uh, admitting you into the ride because he looked like he was in a carny? No, it's like they had, they had the Batman Joker there. Because they have a look, you know. They had the Batman Joker ride. And all it was was just literally uh, you're in a circle around like a like a, a dish, and they just swing the dish back and forth. How exciting! And I'm like, that looks not as much yeah. fun as this one where you're going upside down, getting flipped yeah. around, and yeah. I don't do any of them anymore, man. Like I said, I'm kind of over that. Hey, uh, over I, it? Yeah, just over it. What I do just, you mean you're over it? I just I never got that much enjoyment out of them when I was a kid. Now that I'm adult, I get virtually no enjoyment out of really? them. Really? So, so you, I just do, eh. have you ever like? Been in a car that goes over 140 miles an hour? I mean, I'm sure, yes. Have I been over 140? No, but the car will go. So we never, that's what I meant. I asked <laughs> no, you. No, I, I, no. I have not been in a car over 140 miles an hour. Uh, have you ever jumped off like a 12-foot cliff? Not on purpose, I suppose. Like into the water? <laughs> uh, yeah, so I have jumped off maybe not 12 feet, but probably 8 to 10 had a buddy of uh, mine had a house right there on the Guadalupe River. Um, yeah, and he had a cliff, Ooh. and we would jump off of it in college. Perfectly safe, but uh, it was not 12 feet, and that was about as high as I wanted to do. Yeah, because 12 feet is really high. Yeah. And, and I actually fell off an 18-foot uh, cliff one time. Oh, my. Accidentally. Yeah. Well, it was one of those things where like the, the everyone they had like a jumping area. Right. So it wasn't just like one little thing you can jump off of. So it was like the major cliff. And we were walking, and I was walking alongside that. 
That's because I wanted to get in the center of it, mm-hmm. and I just slipped. Oh my! And then I was like, "Oh, I'm falling!" And I just, and I shoved off. And yeah, to give fine. yourself some distance. Yeah, I was fine, but it was just it was, scary though. It was, man. Oh, it was funny, and it feels like an eternity before you hit that water, doesn't it? Well, not really, because I was going like head first. Uh, so, oh, that's even worse. Yeah, I know, man. man. I was like, because you don't really. When you're jumping, you know, you're looking, you're like, okay, I got it. Yeah, I, got I dove. This. I dove. This I accidentally slipped. So I was like, oh, oh, oh. out of control. Oh, I dove one time, meaning with my head first, and I closed my eyes. I had my contacts in. And even though I had my eyes closed, the pressure of that water hitting my eyeballs pushed my contacts oh, that's awesome. back behind so when you my came eyes. Up, you're... Oh, I couldn't see anything. And it took a while for them suckers to come oh, back down. It intense. was it was terrible. Hey, man, I got some really exciting well, news. Well, the reason I wanted to ask you those oh, questions yes. is like, so do you have any thrills in your life that today? No, man. That's what happens when you get old. The thrill is gone. Really? Yeah, no, nothing. I thought that was just... No, man. This show is the thrill for me. Why, oh, do, you think, why do you think I'm behind this mic once a week entertaining the onesies? It's my oh, thrill. I love it. I love it. No, okay. you know what my thrill was? I had an exciting event happen to me on the way back from the Hill Country over the holidays. Um, I saw a Cybertruck. Like, was it actually moving? Yeah, yeah. We were on opposite sides of the highway, so, you know, we passed each other fairly quickly. Uh, but no denying that's what it was. I screamed, oh, look, a Cybertruck. And, of course, my daughter turns around. My wife goes, why are you yelling? I'm like, because it's a Cybertruck, you know. Um, they're big. It's awesome. So I immediately pulled the pistol out and started shooting at it. Immediately. <laughs> um, and, yeah, I'll, you know what? It did appear as the bullets, uh, as though the bullets bounced off. So, touche, yeah. Mr. Musk. Um you have created a bulletproof uh, car, as far as I can tell. No, I didn't shoot at it, but I wanted to. I wanted to. That's weird. And it does look ridiculous. It's massive, and uh, that's cool. Yeah, but it looks yeah. And but but as far as I know, there's only twelve of them on the road, or at least there was when they were first released. So I'm wondering who this person was, because you got to be somebody to get one of the first ones released. I or thought like a lot of them were. Ha- have they now? Maybe. I mean, it's only been out a couple of weeks. So well, it's not like they release like two a week. I don't know how many. Well, the original first twelve, I was just twelve. Oh, but okay. Since then, I don't, I don't know. But still, he must be somebody. All right, man. Did you hear the biggest news of the week last week? No. <laughs> the game Tetris has finally oh, yeah, been yeah. beaten. Were you a Tetris player? It's actually has been beaten three times now. <laughs> since since the, that little kid did it, yeah, just last week. I think this is all a ruse. Oh, well, we, okay, so maybe this is, um, I've got some stories in a good order then. So you think this is. Well, I mean, like, because I get the whole, like, people manipulated the game to break the game, uh-huh. so they never really beat it. Right. And then there's different versions that are, like, qualified there versions. There are over 200 different versions of Tetris yeah. that have been made. And this particular one was the NES version, the Nintendo yeah. system, which I played as the a kid. NSTC version, too, so the North. Or in a was it North America or whatever, so it's not PAL. Do you remember uh, your high level when you played? How how far you could get? How many lines? Yeah, or I want levels, whatever. So it is. I uh, here's a funny story for you for the Tetris people. Uh, so we growing up, I right, used sit to sit down Tetris people. Here comes so, a story. Uh, growing up, I used to go on road trips with my family, uh-huh. and I have five brothers and sisters. And I kid you not, we got a Game Boy. And that's like I, that's, I think that was like the original one Nintendo the original, released. The original and then they put it on Game the, Boy, right? The regular Nintendo. Mm-hmm. And that had to be shared among four boys. Oh yeah. And what two could girls, go wrong? Right. Yeah. Well, clearly my mom was like, you know what? I don't want you guys doing this anymore. I'm taking it. Uh oh. I, I and know my mother has never been a video game person. She actually refuses to purchase. Like growing up, she refused to They're purchase. The devil. Video games for like Christmas. She and, wants you to go outside and, and touch grass. We can have them. I get it. And ironically, this, you know, this side story. Ironically, she let me play any game I wanted, as long as I paid for it. She was really into the first person shooter, though. I bet. Well, no, I remember getting. I think you I, need to have this I, experience. I, re- I remember buying Resident Evil Two when I was like ten, hmm. and the guy was like, "You sure you want to buy this for your son?" And I, I played the first. Everyone one. who plays this is disturbed afterwards, and it's that's re- fine. And he she, paid for it himself. Yeah, yeah, legit. <laughs> And uh, I, I'm not kidding you, man. Like, I, looking back at it now, it's like all the Grand Theft Autos and everything. It's all making sense now, people. <laughs> but, it's all making sense. But, uh, but, but she, I mean, she knew what the game was. She watched me play Resident Evil, but the first she got, one. She got hooked on Tetris, though, is what you're saying. Well, so she got oh, hooked yeah. on Tetris. Love it. And Dr. Mario. Dr. Mario and Tetris. Mama Schistler loves Tetris. She got hooked on it. And then ever since then, we try it. We talk a lot of smack. And 
I think the highest lines I ever gotten on top of my head was like at least a hundred. Like that yep. was mm-hmm. that was the goal for me. Is like I just got to hit a hundred lines, and mm-hmm. then I'm like I'm good. And right. I think like 120, 130 or whatever. So I remember being fairly good at the game, at least. Uh, compared to my friends, I'm not like I'm saying I was really awesome at the game, but I would routinely get to 75, 80 lines. That was pretty much a yeah. good game for me. But there were a few times I did get right around the 100, 105 level. But it gets so fast that it's it's almost impossible yeah. to do. Well, Especially this kid on a crappy Game Boy. Is a th- right, is a 13-year-old from Oklahoma who got to 157. So you can imagine 100 being great. He 50% more of that is what this kid did got. Did he do the double roll trick? Uh, I don't, I don't know what that is. Up, up, down, down, left, right, so left, right, BA, select, start. This, so there's this technique, and I'll try to do the best way I can describe it to the All audience. Right, and I'll try So if you remember uh, the way the narrate. NES controllers were, so like you have your controller and you have your... Correct. You got your up, down, left, and right, your, and your A and your B. So with this, what you would do is in Tetris, you have to click each move to move your, uh-huh. your dealio. Yep. So to move it faster... You would flip it upside down, push it against your fingers like this, and use your other hand to hit to, so you can double roll. So if you want to like wow. triple tap, if you want to triple tap, triple tap. So it goes. Now you're telling me this 35 years too yeah, late. Yeah, dude. I, uh, That's pretty cool. I knew no, a, I did it just the regular I way. I knew a guy. Man, there's some weird weirdos out there. But yeah, that's a technique. So that- yeah, it apparently took him 38 minutes to do. He recorded the entire thing. 13-year-old, his name is Willis Gibson. So congratulations, Willis Gibson. Now, the thing is, he didn't really technically beat the game because the game doesn't end. And I guess what they're Kill saying screen. the end of the game is, is basically when the memory of the machine cannot continue to produce enough lines fast enough that it basically crashes. Mm-hmm. And that is, in theory beating the game and no one has apparently ever been able to do that with this version of Nintendo until now. Uh pretty cool, but he says uh he was so excited. He's like, I can't breathe. I can't feel my fingers. I'm like, oh well, man, no. it sounds like dick on a date, but hey, you and this kid have something in, in common. Yeah, I mean no that's for, you know how hard that is to do that. <laughs> yeah, right. And and as I'm No, I'm talking this, about going on a date. I mean come on, no uh, uh while playing Tetris. That would be But yeah, congratulations move. to this little 13-year-old boy. Although you said now it's been beaten a couple of times yeah, since then. Yeah, I think then. I want to say... funny. Yeah. I bet you this is done as some sort of promotion, you think? Is this all a coordinated event? They've got well, I mean, some the, new version the of coming out. Tetris movie already came out. So yeah, they made really a know. Tetris movie? Well, what could it, possibly it, be well, in it, the it, it was movie? an interesting story because it, it had to do with Russians during the Cold War. So it had something to do with Russians. Okay. All right. Are you ready for the AOO Sports Minute? Because we are Montgomery County's go-to sports authority here. Are you ready? Did you hear what happened during the Sugar Bowl on ESPN last week? The Sugar Bowl between Washington and your Texas Longhorns. My Texas Longhorns. Yeah, so apparently this was held in New Orleans at the Sugar Bowl, and apparently during one of the breaks they did a, I guess a man on, not a man on the street, but a shot of the crowd, and wouldn't you know... Someone flashed a booby. Okay. How uncontrollable and out of character for the New Orleans and Bourbon Street, if it was indeed on Bourbon Street. Okay, no big deal. ESPN is technically cable, right? So they're not going to pay any fines for this. Well, this woman apparently now is being sought after, okay? Well, no kidding. It's a creepy internet. Right, well, yeah, exactly. But again, in, in some sort of weird, I don't know, Ploy for um, attention. An adult website is offering her one hundred thousand dollars for a one-hour performance. I guess I don't know what this is, and I'm thinking to myself at first, how stupid is this? First of all, it's an unnamed woman. It was a quick flash of like one little boob, I guess. I mean, people. I mean, how pay- do you, how, first of all, do you even know that she has two boobs? We only saw one, right? They offered her, and I and I guess if she had flashed both, would she have been offered two hundred thousand? I don't know. Mm. But, well, she has to negotiate. She'd be an idiot not to negotiate. Well, we don't even know who she is. And I thought this was really stupid, but then I got to thinking about it. It's kind of genius on this uh, adults. I don't even know what they're called. Uh, so it's not that much of a genius. Cam Soda. Never heard of them before. Let's but look it up. On the, now, I would not <laughs> look them up on uh, city uh, infrastructure. Yeah. But it's kind of genius on their point, uh, part because, one, we're talking about it right now. And even if they never find this woman, if this woman has no interest in doing it, they don't have to pay the $100,000, but yet they've gotten... Their name out. We're talking about it. People are talking about it. I'm sure there's other 
radio shows and whatnot talking about it as well. So from that standpoint, it's pretty genius. So I got to thinking about how could AOO leverage this type of <laughs> concept here? Well, hmm. clearly you're not. Although we don't have attention, you're not paying attention to uh, the stream world of Twitch. Uh, no, I'm not. So recently they had their content policy change because Twitch originally started out as a video game streaming. Yeah, you watched other people, people play yeah. video games. Sounds riveting. Well, how do you think people watch the, the Tetris deal? I don't know, man. How do you think I learned the role? I don't know, man. I don't want watching other people play video games sounds extraordinarily boring. People watch people play chess. I know. I know. So I said this to me, just my opinion. Okay. Continue. Yeah, you have no thrills in your life. No, nope, that's it. right. We've already established uh, that. <laughs> but no, and then now, not now, but in the past decade, maybe decade, they had all other channels called like Just Talk. Uh oh. So you, you know what happens on there? You, you can very little talking. Well, you know, you can imagine what kind of people are hosting those kind of talks uh, and what they're wearing. Oh. And so when they changed their content policy, if I get this, if I remember correctly, it was like. Now what they have a thing is you can't be nude, and if if there is nudity, Boring. there has to be a bar. Okay. So, but the, what the the ladies were doing was they were putting the bar just enough, <laughs> right? Right. And they but the funny part is they weren't even naked. They were wearing like certain clothes. They don't have to. Because, they don't have to now. Right, yeah. It's and, an illusion, and, everyone. And, and, and then, so people are like, this is even better, like, hilar more hilarious, because people are paying for knowing that they're not nude, but it makes it look like they're nude, because there's a bar across their chest. Yeah, of course. It's all and, about the uh, theater of the mind. Vice President of Cam Soda, Darren Parker, shared a statement announcing the deal. One could argue that she was the real MVP of the game last night. We see lots of breasts on our platform, but these certainly caught our eyes. How stupid. Well, I mean, I... <laughs> so dumb. You know, Who cares? It, you know, just talking about this got me thinking, oh, and it, I wonder if you can today put a value on, what do you call it, like, going viral. Yeah, this is 100K. They put a value so they, on it. That's what I'm saying. Like, they put 100K. They, they sat in that office and go, hey, that lady flashed her booby. Yeah. Like, we need to offer her money just to make a statement. Like, do we, like, how much money do we really have? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Cause I guess they do have to be prepared to actually pay yeah. it. And then it's like, but, and how much money do we actually can pay this person to right. actually, if they commit to it? And I'm sure they came a, up with that number. They came up with that number somehow. Um, I, again, I haven't seen it, nor do I care to, but from what I've heard, it was just a, just the camera was panning so fast. It's blurry. It's why she, no one knows who she is because it was blurry, basically. So yeah, they're really reaching here for some well, attention. Well, I, I it just makes me I wonder about that kind of stuff because, especially with the people who've now are famous because of social media, uh huh, and how because I was reading this thing about The Rock, and how The Rock basically is gonna be like never in trouble because he knows his stick isn't strong enough. Like his whole sorry, his like stick. Yeah, his whole thing. <laughs> right. Because he is a wrestler at his heart, and wrestling isn't just only certain people like that. Not the not he wants to be like a global brand. Yeah, which he essentially is. So now that's what I'm saying. He's trying yeah. to maintain this persona right. Right. of like he'll never choose politically what to say, never be in a scenario of whatever. Like he's really to me, he's extremely fake. Like everything he talks about is fake uh, because he's putting on a persona. But I was thinking of like you know sounds like audience of one. Uh -huh. Yeah, okay. true. But then you get these people who are now, who are social media influencers. They know I don't even know most of them. But then they, when you talk about celebrity baseball games, and I'm like, who's he's a YouTuber? Like I don't really know what's going on with that. And I just wonder how much how much value there is. In I that. don't know. And it, I think the definition of celebrity has changed. I mean, to me, I still think, in my personal old man opinion, who doesn't have thrills in life anymore. Um, I think you have to be traditionally famous for me uh, to consider you yeah. famous. I'm sorry, already, internet famous just isn't famous here, to me. Here's, here's you and okay, your yeah. thrill. Okay, here I am. It's like 6 o'clock in the morning. You're like, gotta get up and go to work. Oh, yep. oh, oh. Get in your car, turn mm -hmm. on, turn on your music, and you're sitting there in traffic. In my cyber truck, right. And you go, man, if I go to the right lane, I might. it might be a little better. It might be a little better. Traffic might be a little better in the right lane. Oh, I'm going to try it. And you sit there. Mm -hmm. You look. You're looking for your opportunity. Looking for your opportunity. And you take it. You cut this guy off. And you're yes. Like, All right. I'm in the right lane. Great. 
and then you get a little bit further ahead in traffic. And then the left lane moves. And then you're not, no, you get that rush. You're like, that was so thrilling. Oh, that. that's my dopamine that's kick for the day. That's your dopamine kick. Is you, you took a chance <clears throat> well, to you, try another lane in traffic, me. and it actually worked out. Me. And yeah. you're like, oh, that was so good. That was so good. Oh, that's what you were doing. You're like in the car, like, well, yes, ah. I changed lanes. There you go. You found me out. Well, from Fox <laughs> News, a Tesla engineer, or they're reporting that a Tesla engineer was reportedly the victim of a bloody attack by, not Elon, not another employee, but a robot factory worker. It's all happening, Dick. The robots are taking over. They are fighting back. So reports revealed that a 2021 injury, so this happened a couple of years ago, uh, claims that a robot designed to move aluminum car parts pinned an engineer against a surface and dug its metal claws into his back and arm, according to witnesses who spoke to Fox News. Now, I, I when I first heard this, I immediately i am picturing, you know, again, the, the big type robot going over and just attacking with like red beady eyes ah, I will get you but I I'm wondering how much of an attack this was and more of I think the engineer was in the way <laughs> right that robot is designed to move pick up move pick up he got in the way and that robot said I think you're a package and grabbed this guy and picked him up and threw him onto the chute and of course they said it left a trail of blood whoa yes I know they got him embellished the story uh, somehow. So, what say you there, man? Uh, you think this was a, an attack by a robot that was trying to to move his way up in the company? Well, if I was the guy, or show some dominance. I would 100% say that, and I'd just sue them and be like, "Your robot attacked me." I uh, yeah, I would say the same thing too. But that's that's what they're reporting. The robot is attacking. I'm telling you, man. This is going. This is the start of the war. This is this is how this is how wars begin. Small skirmishes like this. Other robots hear about it. And it all begins. They start to generate that into their AI system, attacking humans. They, they now know it's a possibility to do. See, before, they didn't even know they could attack humans. Now they're like, oh, we can do this? Huh. And get away with and it? And get away with it. I'm telling you, it's all happening. How do you know people. if the war hasn't already started? It just did. I'm reading the story no, I'm right now. I'm saying like 10 years ago. It may have. I just wasn't aware of it. I'm aware of it now. Yeah. I'm, I have been awoken to the situation. Wouldn't it be kind of hilarious that all these smart cars, and in like 10 years, everyone's driving one of these smart cars that the government wants us to drive or whatever. And then that, and then Skynet comes on, and everyone in their car, they like buffalo run us off a cliff. <laughs> there is that fear. I've heard that, that they can just control the cars, turn certain things off and on, or they could just Take shoot it. you right off the edge Take of the cliff. But you would like that. I think that'd be pretty funny. You just demonstrated you like flying off cliffs, so. That'd be pretty funny, I think. Yeah. All right. In a sad story uh, before the break here, uh, the news broke right before the new year that our friends at Ingenious Brewery have called it quits. Cue the Green Day, Time of Your Life song. <laughs> yeah, it sucks, man. Um, apparently, this is not just um, Ingenious that is suffering. A lot of the craft beers and craft brew companies ever since covid have really been struggling, and it says now the apocalypse is now that apparently a lot of this, a lot of these uh, craft well, brew companies are going to start closing yeah, the doors. I think it, this is just me talking out of my uh, my butt. Is COVID started the wave, and then people are like, "Is it even <clears> worth <throat> it?" Yeah, because like I was reading that some guy just bought Southern Star Brewery. Well, then he must be in a good position financially. And well, I, that's what I'm saying. Some like, of them are going to survive, right? There, there's some that are going to fall off and some that are going to survive. And so maybe what? he's thinking, I'll be one of the lucky few. I don't know. I don't know either. But RIP to I, Ingenious Brewery. You know, it's the, the one brewery we had on here. and The kiss of death. Yeah. Hello. So Matt Black, uh, thank you. Uh, I, I, you are welcome good, to come maybe back Maybe it was good anytime. we didn't have the beer mile people on because... Someone might have died at their next race, and it's because they were on our show. Um, I don't know how that has anything to do with anything. What uh, you because mean? you said we had only one brewer on our show. Oh, I'm like, right. yeah, it's the kiss Got of it. death. Got it. We're the, we are, we're the ones who did it. Sorry, yes. I didn't put two and two together. God. Oh, man, I'm sorry. All right, man, this is a good time to take a break. When we come back, we're going to talk about flipping people the bird. We'll be right back Wednesdays.
Audience of One, Wednesdays at 10 a.m. right here on Conroe's 106.1 and 104.5. Listen to the brain droppings of local hosts, me, Andrew Belschner, along with the jewel of Montgomery County Radio, Dick Schisler. Topical musings, news stories, oddities, or just weird conversations that we normally have with ourselves, all mixed together with the occasional guest. You can also find us on Facebook, YouTube, and Apple Podcasts. And we're back with Audience of One here on Lone Star Community Radio, Montgomery County's community radio station on Connors FM 104.5, 106.1, and of course worldwide at IRLoneStar.com. We're here every Wednesday at 10 a.m. on Podcast Anywhere, YouTube, Facebook. Just look up Lone Star Community Radio, Audience of One Show. Don't forget, it is a nonprofit. So you can donate and sponsor today. More information, IRLoneStar.com. And it is Wednesday. Not really, because we're recording. Uh, Close enough. But it's the beginning of January, so we're having fun. I'm going to turn you up. I'm talking. (laughs) I'm talking now. Uh, But yeah, I'm still recovering, man. I'm not going to lie to you. I, I don't know if it's the holidays at the bowling alley. Where I have to deal with like probably fifteen thousand more people than usual, but uh, also approaching the big four zero, buddy, doesn't help. eh, (laughs) eh. Uh, Well, it's not even that. It's more of you know you have to adjust to your schedule. And working at the alley, I've realized like I'm turned into not a morning person now, and I don't like that. I used to be somewhat of a morning person. Yeah, you said. Uh, when I, we first started the show, that you routinely got up like five thirty, six o'clock in the morning. Yeah, and, and I thought, now I'm that getting up. Terrible. I'm getting up at five thirty, six o'clock in the morning, but then you mean getting in? <laughs> uh, no, I'm getting up, but then I'm like, I I can sleep a little bit more, mm-hmm. and that little bit more turns into like two hours, three hours, and I'm like, and then I wake up even more tired. But uh, but let me tell you something about the holidays and kids. One thing I've Uh-oh. learned, yes. And I'm, I'm shocked. Like, I still can't comprehend this. Is that how many parents do not know their children's shoe sizes? <laughs> like, it is. And what I like. because it's constantly changing, Dick. I think that's no, the problem. I know. As but, someone who's raised a few children, they do grow and change. No, I get that. But what I, what I love is I wish I could film every reaction to my question. Because, first of all, you're going to a bowling alley. So you're gonna know you're gonna get bowling shoes, like it's good. Like that kind of goes hand in hand. Typically, but here's here's my here's my uh, what do you want to call it? My impersonation of it. So I want you. You're the guy working at the bowling alley, right? Hello, welcome to ABC Bowling Alley. And how may oh, I help yeah. you? Uh, we would like to uh, bowl three games, please. All right, that will be uh, fifteen ninety five per person for all three games. Uh, what size shoe do you guys need? Shoes. Yeah, bowling shoes. You have to have shoes uh, when you bowl, and those will be four ninety five a piece. Uh, How many feet do you have? Uh, like they look down at their. <laughs> they look feet. down at their feet as, as if the number is like, going to be right on top of the shoe. I, 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 oh man, it's so funny to me. And then what I love is uh, the the parents who, when they don't know their kids' shoe sizes, they ask the children to take off their shoes, and the child is like, "What did I do wrong?" Why am I taking off my shoes? Yeah, and so because they don't know the kids if they're little. Yeah, yeah so, they, hey, take off your shoes. Why? Yeah, I'm not. I'm out in public. You always tell me to keep my shoes on. I come in here yeah. and I take them off. And then, of course, they need to change their shoes out like six times because right, they never because it has to be exactly fitted perfect for them to execute that perfect bowling shot, doesn't it? Mm. Just put the shoes on. If yeah. they're a little too big, it's fine. You're only going to have them on for thirty minutes. But yeah, it was. Uh, I'm sorry you have to deal with that, man. Well, it's not dealing with it. It's just it's just shocking to me. It's oh, it's just it's the same thing. I'm sitting every there time. going because I'm I'm trying to be the nicest. You know, <clears> I'm the guy who you see first, so I know how to do customer service. I'm like, man, man thank you, you do. whatever. But then, but then I'm like, come on, guys, and especially if there's a group of like ten people, that is that could that could take five minutes for everyone to figure. Out their shit. I I literally had to ask people. I go, here's the deal. I'm gonna put you on lane ten. 
I want everyone to go to lane 10, mm-hmm. and I want you all to come up to me individually when you figure out your shoe sizes. Yep. Yep. And it's, then, just, it's tough, man. And it's which, tough out there. What's even better is well, they don't know how to read their shoe sizes. They just bring their shoe to me, and they're like, here's my shoe. Mm-hmm. And You're like, like, too big, too small? Come on. Fill I, in the blank here. And I was like, well, you, I guess I could just sit there and compare. Like, what size is this? Uh, but no, it, it is kind of shocking that the people in this world don't know their own shoe sizes, and then you know their children's and and only, the only one response I got the whole holiday break was legit was the grandfather because the grandfather is spending time with his grandkids and he just straight up goes, "Man, that's that's a question I do not know the answer to. I'm just trying to hang out with my grandkids. So uh, give me a second. He did what I think any reasonable adult. He picked right. up those grandkids, went over to the table, sat looked down at with their them, shoe, looked right. at their shoe. But again, he didn't know. Like you, you just appreciate the fact that he was admitting it. Admitting it. Yeah. And yeah. it wasn't looking at me like I was asking him, like, "What's em equals squared?" You're not staring. Or yeah, right. Not staring EMC down at their feet, uh, like the, the like their shoes are going to talk to him. Hey, man, I'm a size twelve. Yeah, it's just so funny. And then uh, e equals. MC what, that's squared. one thing I, I really appreciate working at the Bowling Alley is the amount of different people I run into, and then just the ridiculousness of some of their attitudes. And and what I, another thing I really like what they do is the price. So, like, it's always like, that's really expensive. <laughs> and then I'm like, is this guy going to try to negotiate the price with me right now? Let's see if he, let's see if he yeah, does Yeah, this is it. not a car dealership. And, yeah, it is. it happens all the time. And I go, like, did you not expect to spend money today? Like, is that, <laughs> like, you're not, you're going to a bowling alley. I, and I, I my, my ongoing joke with them is like, oh, maybe there's a better price at Bolero. I would check out Bolero. Yeah, which, of course, we know. It's probably not the case, but hey, it's like now qu- they're never going to sponsor. It, us. It's like a qu- it's like quadruple the price. Oh yeah, they they are quite hefty on the price. Hey man, I know that you might be approaching forty, but you're looking pretty darn good. Do you have a uh, skincare routine? That a you're, lot of people have doing? been telling me that. Yeah, lately. Do you, do, you, do you lotion? Do you put on lotion on your face or no? Do any, you, as you can do tell, you put the cucumbers on your know, eyes at night. I don't night? know if you can see it. I have a rash. What? Going from my nostril mm-hmm. down my beard, it's, mm. I found out it's because when I'm just sitting there, constantly touching your face, I do. Yeah, I just do this number like, right like here. Like your Fu Manchu, like the whole. Yeah, and it's if you oh. see if you look at the rash, it's the perfect the line where keep your nasty fingers off your face, man. Especially after going to the retina. Uh, yeah, <laughs> but no, uh, no, I do not have a skin routine. I do have, uh, I guess, my only skin routine. I would say if I'm going out. On a date or whatnot, I do have a soap I use that's just for like getting that kind of clean. Okay. Well, I was gonna say if and you and then when do, I shower, I just use a bar soap. Yeah. Well, I was gonna say if you do use lotion, make sure you're not using the Delicia Drench Body Butter because they uh, are under some scrutiny right now because one user claims their moisturizing cream attracts wolf spiders. Nice. I think this is pretty interesting. Yeah, it's, it got to the point where they actually had to respond to this company and say, uh, no, our cream does not actually uh, attract spiders, but it's doing the rounds here. But um, this is a person, uh, da, 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 I don't even know what their name is, and I'm not going to give them their name, uh, went online and said, hey, look, this thing will instantly attract spiders. And, of course, the the um, the possibility of putting some ingredients together that puts off the pheromones that attract an insect are probably fairly, fairly low, but that's all it takes is one sort of, quote, bad review to where the company actually has to respond. Of course, this this uh, post has millions and millions of hits. Um, it says the reviewer implored people who are, quote, scared of wolf spiders to, quote, watch out because supposedly using the body, body butter would instantly attract one of the arachnids. Freaky, man. But I guess you wouldn't care because you're like, just a bug. Just a bug. Okay. Yeah, dude. I, I've had a black widow on me. And I was like, oh, it's a black widow. Oh, yeah. I probably should get that off. Yeah. Uh, this is apparently sold at Sephora, I believe. I know that that's your go-to place for your creams and lotions. So, again, stay away from that unless you don't I've only been the to Sephora spiders. once. So, well, yeah, Sephora's, it's, you know. I took my nieces there, there and right. I made the mistake of saying, you can get one thing. <laughs> It was like 50 bucks. <laughs> yeah. Yep. They're proud of it. Wolf spiders, I have to admit, are fairly um, intimidating looking. They can be kind of meaty, kind of big, um, but they're they're harmless. They do bite, but they're, they're, their uh, bite is non-venomous. But I, I wouldn't want to put anything on my body that's attracting them. That's for darn sure. That'd be a good joke. Scary. Well, oh, yeah. Give somebody the lotion that you oh, know by the way, is I, terrified. I do, want, I, do, I do want to let you know that RFID or whatever metal strip you gave me. Yes. 
worked out. Oh, thank you for bringing that back up. I was actually going to ask you what you did with that. So if uh, the listeners aren't aware of what that is, I had a RF tag inside of a cap. Uh, and I was setting off uh, alarms at all of the stores yeah. I was entering and leaving and told the story here on the air a few weeks ago. Dick said, give me that piece because I have a plan for it. So what did you do with it? I put it on a buddy's shoe. Like at the bottom? No, in the shoelaces. Oh, okay. Area. Oh, you just kind of reached over I and put it down? Yeah. It in there. And it worked, huh? Yeah. Awesome. I, didn't, I still didn't tell him. <laughs> Well, it might be several weeks before he oh, figures yeah. it out because it's white and if the shoelaces well, are my, white. Well, my, my thought process was, oh, he should feel that eventually, like something's in his shoe because eventually it's probably like slide over. Right, 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 right. But I was like, it, that was the only place I could think of where I wasn't trying to put it on him at the time. Like mm-hmm. I saw his pair of shoes and I was like, oh, this is going to be good. And See, then, I thought you were going to put it in like, say, Cindy's purse or something like oh, that. No. That'd be so wrong. No. She'd never find it. Oh, no. I know. I, I like doing practical jokes, but. I'm not a, a monster. <laughs> oh, right, right. All right, well, I just thought I'd give the onesies a PSA if you're out shopping at uh, I did Sephora. Have a, be careful. I, I did have a funny idea, though, is when I put it on a shoe, I go, I bet he's one of those guys that has, like, several pairs of shoes. So he might wear these today, yeah. but never wear them again, and then wear them, like, three weeks from now. And then be like, he goes to the store, goes off, and he's like, man, I got a weird day. What the day. heck? Today's so, a weird day. so intermittent, yeah. too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> love it, love it, man. Hey, are you the kind of guy that flips the bird to people? Say, let's just kind of keep it uh, isolated to traffic. Are you the type of guy no. who flips people off? Like if somebody cuts you off, are you ah, flip the bird to them? Me neither. I I do a thing that's from, I, I saw it from in a movie called Eastern Promises. Uh-huh. And it's a great movie. And he does this thing. I don't want to do it on screen because I really don't know what it means. It could be like really bad. I don't know. And we're pretty big over in other parts of the of the world, yeah, so you never know. He, he does the peace sign, mm-hmm. but then puts it under his neck. Don't have any idea what that could possibly mean. And he looks at the person. It's like, like it's that. his own personal. So I don't know if that means you. Like, I don't know. I don't know if that means that or it means like I'll kill you. Yeah. Or, I, oh, slice or, your throat maybe. Man, I don't know, but it really. I go, man. That's so. That's so hard. I, yeah. go, I want to do that. If I'm mad, that's what I'm going to do. <gasps> like that. Like scratching my neck, scratching my neck, scratching my neck. Um, <laughs> Interesting. Yeah. No, I, I'm not the type of person to do this either. Uh, and I think, I mean, I'm not going to sit here and say I've never done it because I'm sure that I have when I was younger. Um, but I think the reason I don't or I'm not inclined to flip the bird to someone, even if they have cut me off in traffic, is I'm scared of the repercussions. There's just too many crazy people out there. You flip somebody off, and next thing you know, they're tapping on your Dude, glass with a Glock, you know? This guy, it's just not worth it. This guy yesterday got mad at me because his ball was dirty. I'm sorry. Context. And three. At, okay, at we're talking nine. bowling ball. And like he came up okay. to me and like, I personally did you it to him. have a lot him. of bowling stories. Uh-huh. Well, yeah, because <laughs> I'm telling you, the holidays bring out the craziest people. Yeah, okay. So this, he complained to you that his, ball, his bowling ball was no, dirty. So, no, I got to ask you a question, though. Was it dirty, or oh, was it just it was, his perception? Well, see what because it's a relative term. Well, okay, this is what's wild to me. Is, and was it dirty before you brought it in here, sir? So he, this is this is his logic to get mad at me. This mm-hmm. is why this is why he got mad at me. He comes up to me <clears> and he's he came up to me several times to keep bowling. So he like get more games, get more games, get more games. He comes up to me before he's leaving. He's like, I'm a, he's like, I'm I'm about to leave, but I want to show you something. Pulls out the towel. He's like, I wash this towel every time before I bowl, and I'm like, okay, I'm like. <laughs> Cool story, bro. And it's dirty. He's like, it's dirty. <laughs> and I go, okay. I kind of like chuckled. I was like, okay. He's like, now look at my ball. See how dirty it is? You know why it's dirty? And I was like, because you're at a bowling alley throwing a ball down a lane. That has oil on it into a machine that has grease. It's probably the ball wheel. That's typically where the dirt I know, comes from, but it's but. like, but I was trying to like understand why he's mad at me for it. So and I- I'm assuming you're going to say... He flipped you off. No, right? he you just, flipped him off. Come on, where's he, the story going? Well, he, it's got to be better than just dirty he, bowling. He might have flipped me off because the way he's holding the ball. Oh yeah, yeah. And he's like, you see yeah. what you did here? Uh, no, I, I don't think I've ever been flicked off. I might have. That was going to be my next question. Has somebody flipped you off? No, that I, happens to me. I've had that happen a couple of times. No, no one's really ever gotten like verbally upset with me. Maybe, yeah. well, maybe like I accidentally cut him off. Yeah, and I, I was like, sorry, and yep. you know, you do the full like, don't hurt oh, me. Oh yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah. You ever wave at people, thank you, when they let you in? Oh, hell, every time. That, that's, that's a very courteous move of you. I, I try to do the same thing. Thank you. 
Thank you. So that I, no, I to I, let them know how appreciative I am. My my thing I like just to zip do emerged if without I get, death. If I get actual eye, like eye connection to them. Oh yeah. I do the little like. Hey. Oh yeah, yeah, and then you flip them your Tinder profile name real quick. My phone number. I got, I got that. <laughs> I got that laminated in my car. I'm like here you go. Like look at this piece of paper. Here's my phone number. My my uh, handles tonsil stuff three four seven. Yeah. Well, no, anyways, it no, got me, it, mine's stuff my tonsils. It got me thinking about the uh, origins of the bird and why we call it flipping the bird. So I looked this up, and on oddfeed.net it said flipping the bird meaning. Uh, came from ancient Greece. The first known use of flipping the bird was in ancient Greece, and Greek philosopher, oh no, <laughs> Diogenes? Diogenes, I don't know my Greek philosophers. Um, I can't believe you don't. It, well, yeah, I know, I know. He was born in 412 BC, he was one of the founders of cynicism, okay? And apparently he is sort of credited with the very first use of the finger. And I'm like, all right, all right. But apparently, um, birds in general um, have have been um, a symbol of distrust. And in Europe, they used to th throw birds or use birds as a symbol of distrust and anger at people. And it's sort of somewhere along in the 1960s, the middle finger and calling it the bird sort of uh, appeared. and I, Or not appeared, but became synonymous with each other. So it hasn't really been called the bird for very long. Mm, so there you go. That's it, and you're staring. I love the stare afterwards. I thought you might find that fairly interesting. But I well, guess I mean, not. I don't... I, okay. Because, <laughs> I mean, I don't really flip the bird. All right, let's move on to something you think might be a little bit more interesting. There was a man, this is from MSN, a man is accused of assault at a McDonald's because, quote, he was trying to deep fry his co-worker's, or his wife's co-worker's face. Yeah, you get all that? Pretty crazy. So apparently there is a man, and I believe this man is a pastor in North Carolina. He's a charge with assault last week after police say he put his hands around a McDonald's employee's neck and tried to dip his head into a deep fryer. Apparently his wife or girlfriend was complaining that they was disrespecting her, and so he marched on out of that church, went over there, and tried to make a deep fried face out of this guy. And my question immediately is, one, that's pretty wicked. Uh -huh. But my second thought is, if it if it occurred, it didn't. He wasn't successful. Do they change the oil afterwards, or they just let it? Is it? Yeah, oh, it's fine. How does that affect the taste of the, the fries? No, actually, what I what I always wondered is I never really, and I probably is why I don't really have a lot of girlfriends. Is when some, okay. when, when someone kind of tells me a story like that, like oh this guy or this happened to me, I always have that doubt in my mind like did it really happen the way you think it happened and so this guy got angry enough while listening and walked all the way to mcdonald's i'm like where's joseph which one are you is joseph and you know joseph sitting there had his terrible morning got up late or you know he's tired and he's like oh who's this guy yeah i'm joseph what's going on whoa and then like i'm going head first into, into, the, into the fryer yeah he probably just should have um exercised what the brits did all those years ago and Flipped the bird rather than dunking his face in well, I'm more talking about know. somebody that gets that angry and goes drives in a car. I think that pastor really has some issues if he's going to carry his anger all the way based off someone's word. Yeah, I know. Exactly. I mean, that is, well, I guess he trusts his wife implicitly because, yeah, I think I might need a little bit more proof than... Honey, can you come over here and take care of this situation? I know we've all been there, especially with like your f friends. But this and is family. a man of God, too, right? Well, then, I mean, again, the first reaction to me wouldn't be like, "Let's go throw this dude into a fryer." I'd be like, "Well, I'll speak to him." And I go, "Where's Joseph?" I'm like, "Hey, man, I just want to understand, you know, want to understand the scenario." I've done that several times with with people in my life, and usually, I would say nine times out of ten, it's not that big of a deal. Right, I agree. But then I get told, "Richard, stop trying to fix everything." Are you a fixer? Well, I mean, I'm a person that doesn't deal with crap, so it's okay. like if I'm not going to deal. I'm not going to listen to you dealing with your crap and like let's do something about it. If you're really that concerned, I think you need to start hissing like a goose. Well, you ever been told that? I still don't really understand that in psychology or whatever mm -hmm. that world is of understanding and being present for people. Because mm -hmm. like you just need to let people vent, and I'm like, no. I don't vent. If I need to vent, I'd literally take care of it. 
Does that make sense? You know, I, I think so. I think, I, I, think know, I see where you're going. You know, a lot of people say, like, oh, you should just litter vent or right. let this person... Get it all out. Get it all out. And I'm like, okay, it's... Let them dunk the person's head in the greasy oil. Let them get it out. Well, it's, it's good for them. I don't know. Like, it's... I always thought like that... Venting is perfectly healthy, but I also feel like venting all the time isn't. Mm-hmm. So it's like, in increments, it's good to, like, yell and be like, I'm angry at this situation. But then if it's every day... And it's like, I, I be like I've, I always start thinking, you're just not taking care of yourself. Like, mm-hmm. you have to take care of it. You can't just say, oh, I hate John at McDonald's because he doesn't, he disrespects me every day. I'm like, well, if you're going to complain about John more than twice, then do something about it. And this person, maybe his wife had been complaining for quite some time, and he got, he was tired of hearing her complain about it. So yeah. he said, I'm going to go over there and take care of this. I wish this was my wife's head. <laughs> yeah, yeah maybe, maybe he was pretending. Well, anyways, let's stay on this theme of pastor, but we're going to do this next story a little bit different. I thought I could just bring it up normally, but no, no, no. New Year, it's time for a dick in the news. Now, this isn't a typical dick in the news where we do several stories. This is we're going to do a one and done, but I thought it would be much, much more funny to do a fill in the blank dick in the news. Are you ready to play? See, I thought it'd it'd be better if it was actually stories that had to do with like a person named Richard. That's in the news. Maybe this person's name is or, Richard, or, or it involves and, and or a male part in the news. Stay tuned oh, because yes. a here we go. A Czech Republic priest cuts off his own manhood. Wow! Because blank. A he wanted to take his vow of celibacy to the next level. B suffered from a tick bite that made him crazy. C, thought it would be a great prop to use during one of his sermons, or D, recently had unholy thoughts and wanted to punish himself. I mean, all those sound legit. Yeah, yeah. They really do. It's pretty good. Uh, Thank you. I would go with the last one just because it's the safe answer. I don't even remember what the last one was. Oh, to punish himself. He had some unholy thoughts about Sister Mary Catherine and said, oh, I got to take care of this thing. Well... You are incorrect, sir, because he cut it off because he had a tick bite. And apparently ticks are known for doing this. They barrow in certain parts of your body. Yeah, I've had ticks before. And the crotch is one of the areas. Well, he received a tick bite, and one of the, uh, I guess, side effects of a tick bite is you can start to lose your mind. There's a term associated with it, and I'm trying to find it real quick. It's happened to me. Are you is is this are you on the effects of the tick bite right now? <laughs> it's still there. No, I remember when I was uh <clears throat> I was around like twelve and we went hunting and I got a tick bite and then like three days later we get home and I'm like running a fever. My mom liked to say yeah. I was hallucinating and she had no idea what was wrong with me and I was like she, she's like, What what's what's changed? I was like, Oh, we went to we went hunting and then she's like Oh, and she started looking at my body. I'm really moly, by the way. So Holy it was uh, camouflaged, oh. as you could say. Oh, yes. Gotcha. Gotcha. You and didn't know it. which one was the offender. Yeah. Yeah, but and you we found, found it. We found a tick bite. So it's it's called encephalitis, tick-borne encephalitis, also known as TBE, and it caused swelling of the brain of this Czech priest. And so I guess he kind of looked down, saw the, <laughs> the swelling. No, the swelling of the brain and cut off his own It was probably male the genitals. vaccine he got. Oh, yeah, it's always down to the... He got the jab, right? He got the jab, dog. So, yeah, no, that's pretty terrible. But they say there's anywhere between 500 and 1,000 cases in Europe per year. You don't think about ticks having that kind of effect on you, but uh, certainly can. Yikes. Yikes, man. Yikes. I mean, ticks are pretty crazy. They are pretty crazy. Um, I, I think the, uh, the the golfer Jimmy Walker uh, suffers from uh, Lyme's disease. He and his wife after a tick bite, and he's a local Texas golfer here, and it has affected his ability to play, sadly. Hmm. Cool. Yeah, man, did you hear about the, uh, the Mickey Mouse, uh, and more specifically the, what is it, the... Steamboat Willie. Steamboat Willie is now out and available in the public domain. The copyright has expired um, I think this is a Disney's 1928 character that kind of comes out before a lot of their movies where he's yeah. whistling. Well, he was one of Disney's first incarnations of Mickey Mouse called Steamboat Willie. The, um, the copyright has run out on him. And wouldn't you know, the very day this happens, there is a myriad 
of films out there already using his likeness, most of which are not kid-friendly. <laughs> Horror movies, I'm sure having Steamboat performing certain acts, I'm sure you could find that as well, unbecoming and not ch a child favorite, children favorite, but yeah, crazy. My question is, though, why did they only have a copyright that lasted so long? It seems like they would have done anything in their power to keep this in perpetuity. I didn't I realize. I did. Is that why they were using him at the beginning, trying to keep it alive? Well, I, that's, why it's not, that's why it's not Mickey Mouse. Steamboat Willie. It's Steamboat Willie. But, I, okay, I guess. And I guess the thought here is... They, they paid a lot of money to extend it. And it, just, it didn't work. No, it worked. Oh, it, they extended it till this yeah. point. Okay, and so this I, was as long think, as they could drag it out, huh? But my thought is, is he such a recognizable character that you benefit from using his likeness immediately? Like some of these horror movies, they're probably real low budget, I guess. Well, I mean, figure... I, I, it's, well, it's one of those things that the copyright law on one end is like, it's, it's very interesting because it exists for a reason and... Uh, you have Disney, who I don't know how many brands they have. They own a lot. Yeah, but like Mickey Mouse, like you said, everyone knows who Mickey Mouse is. And so if you make a horror movie with Mickey Mouse, I don't think it'll really damage the look of Mickey Mouse. Right. I wouldn't think so either. It's just kind of like, but Mickey's still Mickey when you go to Disney World. It's not like they're changing Mickey to have fangs or something. Right. So, but I think it's funny that these things were released like practically the day the copyright oh, yeah. was over, which means they had already produced these, just waiting for this thing to expire so they could make their horror flicks. You gonna go see some of these? I'm trying no. to find the name of some of these. No. Uh, da, 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 da. no, I'm not seeing any of the names just yet. A second Steamboat Willie horror film directed by Stephen Lamort was announced Tuesday via press release, and will start production in the spring of 2024. It's like, dude, it's already been done. Get a, get a, get a, an original idea. And well, hey man, have you ever? We're gonna get kind of personal here. We're probably after the fifty-five minute mark now. We're almost there. Almost there. Have you ever slept in the nude? I don't believe we've covered yeah. this. You have. Are you a frequent no. nude sleeper? No, I can't do it, man. I feel way too vulnerable i guess i don't know i, I feel odd doing it you know so i don't I know what I it is don't. i don't know if it's a i gotta have that layer of polyester protection around my I, body, I, well, I don't know if it's a psychological thing but like if i don't sleep with a t-shirt on how about t-shirt no pants that's well, I, you rock I, that and, and, and underwear and underwear okay okay but if i don't sleep with a t-shirt on that like i wake up in sweats which seems counterintuitive, yes. right? And Simply be the other way around. Yeah, and I can't wear long sleeve shirts to bed. It mm -hmm. has to be like a short shirt. It has to be like a shirt t-shirt. How about yeah, kind of fairly loose? How about if it's tight? I don't really have tight shirts. Because, well, some of them probably fit tighter than others. Because I've noticed that if the shirt is too loose and I kind of turn on it, it gets twisted. And then I... But if the shirt is too tight, it's uncomfortable. There's a perfect medium for the sleeve Well, shirt. I mean, I have a... You don't know I until you a, try it out. I have a pile of shirts I sleep in. Ah, they are designated, designated as sleep, sleep shirt. shirts. Unless you're hammered and that's anything you happen to be wearing when you pass out. And I feel like I feel like doo doo when I sleep in a collared shirt or something. I'm like, I don't wanna There is something uh, demoralizing, I'll say, about waking up the next morning and you have your jeans on. And even worse, if your shoes are still on. That there's something about where you look yourself in the mirror and go, Do I have a problem? Is there is the problem me? I didn't even take my clothes off. Has happened well, to me. Well, the worst is when probably you, once. The worst is when, uh, sadly, and I encountered this this not weekend. Anytime recently is thank goodness. when you leave your socks on for so long that the hair on your feet get pushed down to the point where they haven't moved. So you get that kind of little itchy feeling. Yeah, and it it actually becomes painful. That happened to me last night. Oh. It's cold. So I've been sleeping in socks, and about Oof. sometime in the middle no. of the night, my feet started to hurt, so I had to take those things off. Because, yeah, same thing, you're like, ah, and, but I didn't have them on for very long. I mean, it was just, I put them on as I went to bed, and sometime in the middle of the night, it did not feel too comfortable. Yeah. Well, apparently from Healthline.com, they have outlined 10 benefits to sleeping in the nude. Dick, so you may want to reconsider this. Number well, one, it helps you fall asleep faster your body temperature is key to how you will sleep and it's actually part of your circadian rhythm 
and that's the biological rhythm that acts as your body's sleep clock, for those of you who don't know. Number two, better sleep quality. Okay, so I guess they're thinking that you uh, sleep at a slightly cooler temperature. Anywhere between 60 and 67 is an ideal temperature, and without those clothes on, your body's able to sleep more, I guess, securely, comfortably, deeper. I don't know. Number three, it also claims to keep skin healthy. Why do you think that is, Dick? Yeah, you're perspiring more? I don't Well, just, no, I thought so too. I thought maybe it had something to do with the fact that the material was rubbing up against your skin. No, this is just, again, showing that if you're getting better sleep, your skin is more healthy. And again, stay away from that Sephora bug cream. I mean, maybe they shouldn't have named it butter, right? Any, any cream that's got the name butter, I mean... Well, everyone has that kink. Everybody loves butter. Everyone has that kink, too. It's like, I gotta rub his butter on me. Yeah, yeah. Reduce stress and anxiety. Number five, prevent weight gain. There are so many benefits to sleeping in the buff here. Is one of them is you're always ready? Well, now we're getting to the good stuff. Number seven is it promotes vaginal health. I know you're very concerned about the health of that area of your well, body. Well, it's a little biome. That's correct. And apparently clothes rub up against them overnight and can cause irritation and knock you, your pH balance out, yeah. Dick. So in an in, uh, effort to promote vaginal health, sleep nude. And number eight, it increases male fertility. That's right. Women aren't the only ones who benefit from sleeping in the nude. But a recent study of 656 males suggested a link between wearing tight-fitting underwear and low counts of the marchers. So it increases male fertility. It also helps boost self-esteem. I guess if you've got more fertility, you're going to feel better about yourself. And number 10, of course, it improves your relationship. Because if she's got a healthy one and you got a healthy one, things are going in the right direction. Now you find the weirdest list, man. <laughs> Like it's, I don't know how weird it is as much as it's interesting. This is, hey, look, AOO show out there to help the onesies. This is the health minute. Well, I'm not going to try to sleep <laughs> nude because I already know I'll feel uncomfortable. So I'm not going to do that. Well, then be unhealthy. All right, quick hit here at the end of the show. Uh, were you aware of the man, Tom, Dr. Tom Aberry? That name's ring a bell yeah, at all? Yeah, totally know who that is. Absolutely. Well, <laughs> Apparently, he died in 2017 at the age of 94, but at one point in the 1990s, he held the record for the most consecutive free throws. Free throws in basketball. Okay. Yeah, pretty cool, right? How many uh, in a row do you think you could make, Nick? Like three? Three. If that. <laughs> I think I had somewhere in the 40s once, but I think now, since I'm out of practice anywhere over 10 to 15 is probably where I would max out at. Well, anyways, he made history. He's a California podiatrist or was a California podiatrist who made 2,750 consecutive free throws. That's a lot in 1993. Since then, it's been subsequently just demor uh, smashed. But the reason why he stopped at 2,750 is kind of funny. Apparently, this took 12 hours for him to complete but while he was in the middle of doing this, the janitor came in and said, I need to lock up. <laughs> Turned the lights out and locked up and said, this is over. I got to go home. So Tom Avery said that he could have completed a you know, significant uh, amount more, but had to go home. That's funny. <laughs> I would have been pissed, man. It seems like I would have said, all uh, right, let's set us yeah. hand me the keys. I'll lock up. And who was keeping count, by the way? So he could just be lying the whole time. Could have been. No, I guess the janitor was probably his uh, verification, if I had to guess. Fair enough. Oh, well. Hey, man, that's all we have got time for this week, Dick. It's been a great show. Well, I hope you recover. We want to give some heads up to our fans out there. We do have some exciting things happening this year. Yeah, uh, yeah, we do. We're getting, and uh, we're, uh, he said he'll be on. Yeah, we're, we may have some guests uh, in the upcoming episodes. Uh, talking about food. One, one yeah. guest has to do with Food. So that's new and exciting. And he reviews food on said food a so lot. social media. Mm -hmm. I'm going to talk to him about how much he doctors his photos. <laughs> and yeah, hopefully we'll get, uh, this is, we're talking about Petty Eddie. Hopefully we'll have Petty Eddie on uh, he, in the yeah, next few weeks. He's a good guy. If not, we'll Very squeeze him in sometime soon. positive about the local area. And one thing I do enjoy about him on the social media is he always finds spots I never knew existed. And I guess that he's doing his job. 
as a what do you, I don't know what he calls him like a cold, he didn't call, food blogger is he call himself a food blogger indeed maybe we'll just have to ask him what he calls yeah. himself and then uh if you guys want to be a guest on the show you better be interesting and if you're rich you can pay us so we're there we do take donations and sponsorships and uh, I'm excited about the this new year man new year new me yes drink more water that's my that's my new year's resolution drink more water my New Year's resolution was eat more consistently. Nice. And flip the bird off more regularly. Yeah, yeah. Especially if they don't deserve it. It's like a grandma. Right? Even better. It's like, get out of my way, grandma. You've been listening to Audience of One here on Lone Star Community Radio. We'll see you next Wednesday at 10 a.m. Don't forget, we're on YouTube, Facebook. Just look up Lone Star Community Radio. We do have a podcast. Just look up Audience of One Show. We're right there on most of the podcasts. All Andrew and all that kind of stuff. So I don't know what... What, what corners he's putting us on, selling us, dingling us in front of some people. But uh, Andrew, it was good to see you. Nice seeing you too, buddy. Next and week. See you guys.